and welcome to Estates of the Fallen, a ramjacked survey of sorrow. Oh, hello everyone. It is me, Alex, and joining me today for Ramjack is our good friend, Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. Hello. It's August 31st. September is here, ladies and gentlemen. It is literally knocking on the door. We're in it. Wanting us to welcome it. Can I tell a random story that I thought was weird today? I'll um, allow it. I can't go into specifics because it's work-related, and I don't want to get anyone in trouble or make anyone feel weird. But let's just say I was in a meeting, uh, and people were talking about what they did over the, the break. Uh, and by I say break, what am I talking about? I'm I, During the summer. What break? <laughs> on summer it, break, yeah. Yeah, um, on summer break. What'd you do? Everyone's getting back in the office. <laughs> like, I went to camp. I went to horse riding classes. Yeah, I read some books, you know, for class. Um, you know, summer shit. Um, and some people were talking about what they did, and we all kind of went around the room. And someone had mentioned that they they moved to New York, and you know that's cool. That's a that's a big life event, New York City, New York, New York. And someone um, uh, I was like, "Oh, you went to New York? Um, have you visited the 9/11 Memorial yet?" Was the first thing out of this person's mouth, and I thought, "What? What?" Like we all kind of like tilted our heads a little bit and was thinking, oh, um, and the person said, well, that's a good question. You know, uh, it's weird. It's different how New Yorkers kind of process and even continue um, to like talk about 9-11. It's a different vibe here, obviously, because it's the city it happened in. And it's interesting to see that difference. Um, But no, I have not gone to the memorial yet. Yeah, because it's not even on the fucking list of things to do. (laughs) Like I wasn't even like, did I go to the 9-11 memorial when I went to New York City? Uh, we did. We stopped for a brief moment because it was on the way to something else, and we thought, why not? It was also much closer to 9-11, by the way. Like, this was 10 years ago? Still, 10 years removed from 9-11, but at the same time, they hadn't built anything. There were conspiracy theorists just with pamphlets shouting nonsense still, still at this point. Um, it might have been like 11 or 12 years ago from now, from today. Anyway, all that to say, there's not much to see there then. And now that they're building the new buildings, I, why? But um, I tons of other things. Central Park, beautiful. Well, on the precipice of that, it was like, that's much more, that's a much better destination among countless others. Yeah, plenty of, lots of things to see in New York. 9-11 Memorial does not make the list. In my mind, I was thinking, it's almost September 11th. I know some people are still like, really, I mean, does a year go by where we don't remember? Some of us don't. Some of us forget into the last minute and literally are surprised by it by every Mm -hmm. time, but you know, holidays sneak up on me. Um, so all that to say that I thought that was interesting. I thought I would bring that to the show that, you know, since the high holiday times are upon us, some people have it top of mind wow. as wow. A, desti- a holiday destination, if you will. That's wild. Can um can I tell you a shocking event um, yeah, of, of, our t- of our current times? Um, so last uh, last Thursday, I believe. Yeah, it was last Thursday. Thursday, the 26th of August. Just to put a timestamp mm-hmm. on everything, guys. It's real important to remember dates and times um, during this, uh, as as we're recording, as you're listening. Think about where you were when we recorded on the 31st. Think about where you were on, on Thursday, the 26th. Um, so last week on the 26th, I I thought, you know, I, I think I'm going to go get some barbecue for dinner. That sounds delightful. Yeah, sounds great. So I, I hop in my car. I drive over to my local barbecue joint. I'm like, all right, let's get myself a barbecue sandwich. This will be great. 
Um, no, like, no, no crowd, no, no crowd over at the, at the joint. Like, what's going on? And then, I, and then I get up and I pull up and I'm like, oh wait, there's, what's this sign? Oh, there's a sign on the window. Oh, they're, they're not open. They're, but it's Thursday. Why are they closed? Oh, uh, due to a COVID outbreak, uh, we, we had to close down. We'll, um, we, we'll be open again on the 25th. May I remind everyone again, I'm on the, I'm there on the 26th. Wow. They didn't make it. They didn't make it back open. <laughs> See, in my mind, it went to September 26th, and I'm thinking, wow, they're doing their due diligence and, like, really just going well past the two-week incubation period. Like, they're just like, we're not going to come back until we're ready in September. But no, you mean August 25th. Like, uh, you, guys, you guys thought, you, you guys thought um, I don't know, because, again, I've, I don't think I've been there in a, a couple of months. Um, and, like, you guys uh, thought, um, you thought this lab break was going to be done and over with, and uh, you guys aren't ready to open back up. Up. Yikes! Yikes! I wonder how long they've been closed. That I mean that that's a good question. Well, and at this point, if they blew past the opening date, what happened? Did yeah, they lose workers. Did someone like was I, there an untimely death? I mean that's it's tragic. It's scary. But... Um, and so tonight, uh, I decided to do a little reconnaissance uh, before recording, and I was like, well, hey, let's go get ourselves that barbecue sandwich we didn't get last week. And I rolled over there, and uh, guess who's still closed? No way. New sign. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't stop to read the sign. It's the same. One. Probably should have. But I was like, ah, it's, it's the same sign. Sign yeah. of the times. Yikes! Like that is yikes. I mean, I, it's fine. It's fine. Like I'll have. Uh, there's. I'll be having tons of awesome food. Um, Friday night uh, when I'm at the opening of Halloween Horror Nights. Nice. I'm very excited. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to hear. I mean, I'm sure we all cannot wait to hear full reports oh. of the Halloween horror festivities. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, really stepping up that food game this year. Awesome. Do they have like the menu and stuff out or is that what you're- They do. Um, I will send it to you. While Brad's doing that, I just wanted to alert everyone, dear listener, we are going to be talking about another episode of TNT in the show later. Oh, it's it's, The episode title is The Latest Development, which is awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And is Sophie Seth slash so- Soapy there? Yes. Yeah. And um, we're going to talk a lot about fashion. There's a lot to talk about, um, but that's neither here nor there. Brad, what else have you been... Uh, speaking of Horror Nights, you were talking about something Horror Nights related on YouTube. Oh, boy. Guys, um, so I'm, I'm trying to get prepared my last couple of days before Horror Nights. I gotta, I, I gotta rewatch some things, gotta check out some stuff, gotta, gotta rewatch Beetlejuice. I gotta, I gotta like, skim um, Haunting of uh, Hill House because it's it's been a while since I watched that first season because... It mixes together now with with the second um what was it the haunting I forget what was the second one called haunting I don't of Bly Manor um so they kind of mix together in my mind now so I need to like refresh myself on which one's which but another thing there's there's one of like the scare zones that you walk through and they have like characters it's Crypt TV which I was unfamiliar with now friends if apparently Crypt TV has been around since like 2017. Um, it's, it's on YouTube. It's like Quibi, but horror. Oh. So they're short, they're short little, uh, short little bits. And these motherfuckers really think they're doing something. Um, <laughs> like the, what, what they call a movie length is like 30 minutes long. Like, I mean, in the Quibi world, that is the equivalent. But like there's seasons of shows like and you can luckily there's a lot of them are compilations. So you can watch an entire season without having to watch all the separate little um, videos because they're like three minutes. So like a season is like 15 to, you know, 30 minutes long. So that's a season of a show. 
That uh, is awesome. I I mean, I don't know if it is. I listen. <laughs> I've I've watched I've watched a fair number of these now, and I gotta say, some of them are okay. Uh, there's one series, uh, Sunny Family Cult. That one Ooh. I like. That one's good. And apparently that was one of the earlier ones. And also one of the first ones that really fleshed out the universe. Oh no. Here's the thing. Like, I feel like... I feel like this was an idea that took a while for them to actually pull off. But it's clearly an idea of like, I don't know, early two. mid-2000s. The shared universe. Like, really going heavy on shared universe shit. So their whole deal is that it's 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 hard and it's these monster characters and they have a shared monster universe and it's all connected. And you know, if you want to do that, fine. I got no problems with that. Sounds great. Um, first of all, most of your shit sucks. Uh, but <laughs> also, like, the, so because it's on YouTube. So at the end of it, um, you get like an announcer like, hey, and subscribe for new scary videos and comment with your theories on the crypt monster universe. Remember, it's all connected. Do you have, do you have theories about the universe? Uh, go to our website, blah 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 blah, just to discuss your theories. And Aww. remember, everything is connected. I, I I it's it's stupid already. But like, you don't have to tell me it's connected. Like, that's not a selling point. I don't know that. I don't think that's something that that just sounds like. That sounds cheap to me because it's like you're just trying to push all of this shit. Oh, and yeah. like, I know that's what you're doing. But like when you really sell it, like that's like that's an appeal. Like, oh, the really cool thing is they're all connected. That's not the really cool thing. That's that's not. I will you give sure them this. It? There is a really cool thing, and that's their like creature designs. They're oh, cool yeah. looking creatures. They did a good job. This feels like it's made by like special effects and makeup people, but not by people that make films. Because Guess what? If you have a three-minute horror film, it's bullshit. Because you can't tell a story. You can't tell a fucking story. It looks like every one of them is like a monster, like a creep. Which, again, you said, because I looked into it because you sent me some links. And Mm. I started to watch one and I had to turn it off. Not because I was scared, namely because I tried to watch it at a time. You said Quibi. And I thought, oh, I can watch one of these in a few minutes. And I just happened to be butting up against something that I was like, okay, this is taking a little bit longer. Because it was one of those compilations. Yeah. But I do want to go, Brad, should I go back? Should I just watch the Sunny Family Cult one that you said was good? I I really like Sunny Family Cults. Like, there's three seasons of that um and it was very good i really really did like that one but every thumbnail i I was gonna say to speak to your point of special effects is an awesome special effects makeup creature that looks genuinely horrifying like something out of like a uh, horror anime which let Mm -hmm. me tell you that shit gets terrifying even if it's on paper it's just like holy it's good it's it's real good I, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It'll be it'll, it's a good idea for a scare zone for Horror Nights. Just walking around, all these creatures walking around. It's going to be great. And I'm sure some of those uh, Sunny Family Cult mask people are going to be there. Another thing. It was a lot of ripoff shit. Because the Sunny Family Cult, like, masks looks like the Strangers. Like, it's mm. very similar to the Strangers in look. I'm going to talk about my boy Luxy in depth here in a second. But Luxy like also looks like a slenderman like he's a guy wearing a suit but he's got big scary teeth and he doesn't have eyes and he's got like a he's got like a scarred up face like it's mouthful of serrated teeth yeah he's a so, slender man with a scary mouth yeah yeah he's a scary man with a weird head so it's i you know there's that but like i don't know some of these things man some of these things you if you're telling a story in such a short amount of time i feel like 
it's hard to do. And like you can you can you can do a scare, sure, but you're not telling a story. And I don't believe you can call this a season of a show. Let's talk about Luxy. Luxy. <laughs> Luxy. Okay. Apparently, Luxy is like their like like I don't know. That's like their. I, I'm gonna say their most famous character. Nobody's ever watched Crypt TV before, so I don't no. know how you rate that. But I guess Luxy is popular. I don't know. Luxy's deal. Is hold on no I, I hold on I, I actually pull it up because I wanna I wanna get the I wanna get the quote right. Uh, what Luxie does is he's a monster and what he does is he delivers you a poem and then he tries to get you. But here's the okay. thing, like you know you know monster you know like horror movies there's rules there's gotta be rules. So what happens is Alex if you're if there's something you're holding on to if you're grieving about something. Um, you get a little note and it pops up and it says, if you yourself cannot release, then it will come to take a piece. And okay, then weird. we'll see, Alex, you're, you're holding on to something. You're not letting something go. And it's, you're grieving. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get, rid, get over it. Get over it, Alex. Get over this thing that you're holding on to that's, that's causing you to grieve. If you so, don't, if you don't get over this thing in your life that's causing you to grieve, then the looksy's gonna come and get you. So it's, it's very specifically about grief. Yes. Okay, just making sure, because there's a lot of things people can't let go of, not just grief. And I'm thinking most people would be dead. Luxie would anyone who got this poem would not be able to let certain things go. Mm-hmm. And just, I guess, embrace Luxie as it comes to eat them or take a piece of them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, well, it's something you can't get over that's causing you grief. I, not necessarily that you're grieving. Okay, okay, okay. Though okay. I will say, most of them are grieving. In fact, most of it's people's that their kids died. So, like... And that's hard to just get rid of, like, uh, get instantaneously. Over get over get it. Get over it. Get over it or a monster's gonna eat you. Like, hey, Luxie, Like, what's your deal? You're a monster that goes after sad sacks. And, like, like Is- I get it. I get it. Like, nobody likes a sad sack. But, like, if your kid dies, I don't know. I think, like, I can understand you sadly looking at a photo album. I don't think a monster should come and eat you because of that. Is this supposed to be, like, some sort of metaphor for, like, the things we hold on to, like, can destroy us? Like, that's... I mean, you can generously make that... I'm trying to be generous. I know. I know you are. But it's... There's, again, these are like three-minute little episodes. That's so a lot to put on a three-minute thing. You can't. You can't. You can't. First of all, this is too much. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, like this little note pops up. Like this scrawled note that reads this little poem. Alex, okay, if you... Okay, let's... Okay, like, oh, it's that you're, it's, you're so sad. You're so sad. And then all of a sudden you find this weird piece of paper that says, If you yourself cannot release, then it will come to take a piece. What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Is this something uh, my dead child wrote that I just saw for the first time? Well, is this some worry, random? Alex, is it a fortune cookie? What time, is this? You're not going to have time to work out this puzzle because the time between you receiving this note and a monster coming to get you, these episodes are three minutes long, friends, so uh, <laughs> you don't have a lot of time. That's, see, in my mind, there would be a, a, like a, a 30 second montage of them like obviously going few, over a course of days, yeah. establishing the grief, like why they can't get over it. And granted, that's a lot to put on 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds before before the creature shows up. But you're telling me it's like, Almost I read this and immediately it's Almost, behind me in the shadows. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes like, I don't even know if you finished reading it. It's like, 
like, I, I think, like, I, listen, with a horror movie, like, you gotta have, like, you gotta have rules, and you gotta have, like, I don't, you gotta have something there. There's, this is just a monster that eats sad sacks, and it's like, he's, he's handing out these, like, fucking notes, and I'm like, I, it's more of, like, a courtesy than, like, an option. It's, it's not, it's not like this monster's trying to help you, like, hey, you need to let go of this, it's weighing you down. This monster's just coming to eat you and letting you know... Like, this monster is just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the dumbest thing in the world. I like Luxy. What's your deal? Because like I don't know. Like it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. Um. So that's what Luxy does. Hmm. So you know you're real sad. Like your kid died. Oh, monsters coming to eat you. Oh, oh, you're a cop and uh, uh um and uh you're investigating um where a bunch of kids got killed and your your kid was one of the kids that got killed. Oh, you're real sad. Looks he's coming to get you. <laughs> That's the so price. They, the oh, kids. Oh, you divorced and you're real sad about about your divorce. Mm, looks he's gonna come and get you. And in my mind, like you were at the funeral for the child. The casket goes down. Like, this is just days after the death. And then immediately you get that. It's like the dashboard of your car. What's this note? As you're driving off from the cemetery, it looks he's in the back seat. You sign the divorce papers. And wait, what's this second of the paper underneath where I signed? <laughs> this is weird. Look-see is the guy who handed you. You didn't notice this, but he's the guy that handed you the papers to sign for your divorce. Ugh. This sounds bad. Like I have to watch at least one of these. Like oh, yeah. it's I only mean, like it's only yeah, like twenty it's, minutes. Yeah, you can watch. Yeah, you can watch them all in twenty minutes. <laughs> like it's it's hilarious. The second season, we go back in time. Um, time travel? Well, no, we're not time travel. We're just like it takes place in the past. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and. Uh, I'm looking. uh, So there's a crypt crypt cryptv.fandom.com wiki, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm just looking through the through the look see, and (sighs) it's real bullshit. Like, (laughs) like there's so many stretches, and like I, it's it's a it's ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. I I really enjoy it though because it's so dumb, and I just I can't understand like. So much money went into this, clearly. Like, is these characters are, like, really... I mean, it's nice. Like, everything else is... I mean, they definitely cut... You can see where they cut corners. Some of the acting. I don't know. Uh, but the creatures <laughs> look great. So, yeah. So that's Luxie. That's that's our pal Luxie. My favorite... Probably, probably my favorite as well, just because he's so... It's such a stupid idea. Sunny Family Murder is actually good, but Luxie is my favorite because it's fucking stupid. Um, then there's another one called Soot. Ooh. And so, uh, Soot, now he doesn't come after you if you're grieving, Alex. That would be silly. That's Luxie's deal. That's not what Soot does. Soot, if you happen to, like, if you, it's almost like a, um, God, what's, what are those movies? Um, um, Final Destination situation. If, if oh. you, if you get a second chance, if you, like, should have died and, like, you, uh, you avert death, you get a second chance at life. Maybe Soot doesn't think you deserve a second chance. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> So the fates have decided through some way that I've cheated death, and and instead of letting me have that, Soot's like, no, I, yeah. I'm the Grim Reaper to mm-hmm. an extent. And yeah. I get to choose. Yeah. So like, if 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 uh, you know, if you have a fight with your boyfriend, and then you you go into the bathroom, you're gonna take a bath just to like calm down and relax. Oh, but you slip, and then you hit your head and fall in the bathtub, and you should have drowned, but luckily your boyfriend came in and saved you just in time. Soot doesn't oh. like that. Well, wait a minute. 
That doesn't sound like you escaped death, other than the fact that your boyfriend was there and just was like didn't yeah. let you die. Well, you, you would have drowned, but he he like he he called okay. he called an ambulance and like they were you were okay. So the boyfriend wasn't supposed to call the ambulance, or like anytime someone any, kind of any cheats t- death. Anytime you cheat, it's you okay. cheat death. It's so not near a death experience. Just it's the, like okay, if you okay, have okay. a near death experience, but you don't die. So it's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You were supposed to die. These last minute interventions. So then Soot comes comes over and he bashes your head into the wall. Well, how does Soot know? He's Soot. He's a monster. (laughs) So there's a monster just patrolling, waiting for people to slip up and almost die? Like, it's so dumb. Like, what is this? Like, this is not enough. There's Final Destination, it's like these freak accidents that like somehow were averted, like at the last minute. And so then death comes for you in wacky ways. That's a film. Soot is just like, um, oh, I didn't, I didn't die of electrocution from this faulty outlet. So now Soot's gonna come and kill me. Wow, I thought you were making that up, but that's obviously no. a plot. No way. Yeah. Well, then it could be anything. You stop oh, at a oh, stop this, sign, oh, this, just this, normal, this casual. There, there was a, there was a, a mine collapse, and there was one survivor. I don't think so, says Soot. That person crawled out of this mine shaft and barely escaped with their life. And Soot's just right there, like handing them a bottle of water oh, and no, then no, just not goes just, to him. Not right there. He waits till they come home. Like they've come home. It's like they're watching the news and he's like, and he's actually talking about how he uh, survived. And he's like, oh, that was terrible. Oh, awful. And Soot's like, excuse me. <laughs> no rules. This is just like, I, Soot's yeah, an asshole. I, just like, look-see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, again, three, you, you got no time. <sighs> 11 minutes you can watch all of Soot. I'm going to watch all of all Soot because like this, this sounds hilarious. <laughs> four episodes, 11 minutes. Like, it's it's so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Like, listen, a horror movie. Yes, we all love the creatures and, like, the way they kill people and the effects. Sure. Those are fun things. But, like, a horror movie is, like, there's a story. It's, like, it's usually about something else. Like, yeah. characters. Like, people that have, like, either have to overcome something or they have to change or evolve. Or, like, they get their comeuppance are like they overcome you know this trial and this is just like monsters killing people (laughs) which yeah unless like you said there's a story or characterization or rules which i think you really hit on the head yeah and it just is just massacre it's just like it's just graphic violence just because well what about miss anity i think you're like miss anity I, I saw the thumbnail for her, and I saw the one for Soot, though I couldn't... Is he like a tree creature? Um, he, he, looks like a, like, he looks kind of like a tree creature, sort of. It's, he's, so Swamp he's Thing's a, like he's, distant relative. I mean, he's like a weird looking monster guy. Um, But Miss Anity, uh, basically her thing is, it's basically she's like a conservative monster. Like if you're okay. doing anything that like she finds improper, then she's going to come and get you. Okay. Like, um, uh, the first one, there's, like, uh, um, this girl that is, like, clearly, like, anorexic and trying to fit into, like, a, she's, like, a a ballet dancer and trying to fit into, like, this tiny outfit, and she's not there, and clearly, uh, so, uh, Miss Anity's like, "Mm, I'm gonna make you thin and kill you. (laughs) You're not thin enough, so I'm gonna kill you. So what is Miss Anity? She's a spider lady. Oh. Can she blend in? Like with the crowd, or is she, so is it basic, quite obvious that she's a Spider Woman? Um, and I, you like you can you can maybe I I read I read the the wiki on her, so I know the full explanation, which you can kind of vaguely. A lot of these also, you can't really work out the full story unless you go and read about it online. You yeah. have to go talk about the theories and comment with your theories on the Crypt Monster Universe. 
Remember, it's all connected. Whatever. Deep dive just like into the shared oh. universe theories. Yeah, get into the theory. Basically, uh, basically, a spider ate a monster crystal that's a thing. I don't remember what they're called, but it's a thing. There's evil crystals, Alex. There's evil crystals in the crypt world. And <laughs> this sounds a like spider, a Final Fantasy plot. A spider ate one, and then it bit this conservative lady who wrote a book um, and then committed suicide. So then um, it became a, a spider monster lady that's a conservative. Hmm. Mm. Whatever. There's oh, there's a there's a father that's uh, working from home because he wants to spend more time with his with his uh, young child. Men should be at the workplace, not at home with the children. So yeah. misanity eats him. Well, that's gonna take him away from going out there and working. Well, he shouldn't he shouldn't have tried to spend time with his family. So that's she inappropriate. Like, so how does anyone learn a lesson? There's no lesson like, to learn. Like you just if you so bro- if you've broken the rules, she eats you. Okay, so she's a mindless asshole and by monster, you, just like the others. What she does is she drags you um, through a secret portal into the basement of this apartment building that all these people live at, um, and she makes puppets out of them with her spider oh webs. Oh my goodness! So well, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's probably scarier. Mm. Are are you are you a boy that wears makeup? Mm. She's not gonna like it. But but maybe there's a twist. Maybe there's a twist, and the real problem is the father that's allowing the son to wear makeup. Oh, she's gonna get him. Wow. Because she's a conservative monster. At least she has a thing. Like like like. Yeah. Oh, she's bad. She's a she's bad. Okay. It's still weird, but. Mm. I mean, pretty fucking weird about spiders eating monster crystals and then make, turning you into oh, a yeah. spider woman. But honestly, you have to go. You have to go look for that information. That's not yeah. like that's not front and center. You would never get that from what is shown. I cannot wait to watch this and laugh so hard. It's, it's knowing now what the story is to see like like recognizing when they thought they might impart this information to you yeah. and like how like non-existent it is. Um, oh, also, door in the wood. Door in the woods is actually good as well. Door in the woods and Sunny Sunny Family Cult are actually good. Door in the Woods is basically there's this weird like kind of Amish seeming group um, and these kids like there's like a like a like a doorway in like the forest that has like chains and locks on it and they dare and you know one of the the kids are like daring um, another one to open it and guess what happens when they open it? Monster! (laughs) (laughs) But at least the monster at least well tell me is there anything else other than it's a monster? Oh yeah yeah uh, basically, it turns out that this whole, like, the whole reason that this, they're in this weird little Amish community or whatever is to basically guard that door. Oh. <laughs> to keep the monsters out. Because when the monster gets out, it eats everyone in the fucking community. Damn. Yeah. And, like, there's only this one little girl left. And so then she's got to spend the rest of her time guarding it. And, uh, it's wild. Wow. Yeah. Poor kid. I mean, she gets her arm ripped off, too. And she's like, and then she gets, like, a crazy, like, uh, mechanical arm pretty wild does she make it um this other guy um makes it but he's There's, dead he eventually dies of old age no monsters or, monsters oh, oh okay for a second i was there a tie-in with Luxy? like he just can't get over the fact that everyone in the town died and Luxy gives him a note i unfortunately Luxy didn't cross over i i think as you go on there's more crossover shit um, but well, it's, 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 all, it's also hard for me to tell what's what's actually going to be an episode and what's like either a podcast or just like a short story on the website or maybe a comic book. Because huh. apparently they just there's just so there's so much of this fucking crypt TV shit that like I, it all over it, it is a shared universe and it apparently connects more and more and more as you go along. But um, 
Yeah, so far, I, there's a I, in in the in the last season of Sunny Family Cult, some you get to see some of the connections, but huh? But that's apparently when they actually first started doing um, a lot of the heavy shared universe stuff. I'm oh, just Brad. watching. There's a playlist on their YouTube page. It's the uh, official Halloween Horror Nights prep playlist. So I assume these are all of our friends that are going to be be at the event. So well, all of them. There's only like a handful, right? I, so it looks see spider lady oh friend i mean from the door there's there's the 16 kids. videos in here yeah we got looks look see we got miss anity we got that door there's well there's a couple of monsters in the door thing um soot i'm sure he'll be there some sunny family cult i bet there's gonna be a lot of sun, sunny family cult people because that's an easy mask to do um there i still haven't watched milk and cookies shelly um, Mort- Mordio, The Birch, Bearclaw, Itsy Bitsy Spiders, Stonehurst, and Mira Mirror. I haven't watched any of those yet, so don't know. There was one that looked like it had like a bird creature on it. Mm. I don't remember how far I scrolled to see it, so. It's, uh, it's weird shit. Um, but fascinating because it's, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for the two. Except the two. Except the, t- the two are good. The uh, two yeah, are sometimes, good. Sometimes and they also live on cliff, end on uh, real cliffhangers. Like, there could be more. Clearly, there isn't because they were last filmed in 2018. Um, and that's the uh, Sunny Family Cult and uh, Door in the Woods. But I think it, it's hard. Again, it's hard to tell what's actually filmed and what's a short story or whatever. But I know some of those characters pop up elsewhere. Hmm. Who knows? It's a mystery. It's really weird. If you want to watch something real weird, um, dip in because it's strange and short. Nice. I will dip in. I I, I will at least watch a few of these because now I'm just intrigued. Wow. Also, we have to go out on something about uh, send in your your theories about the Ramjack shared universe. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of episodes, one shared universe. Figure it out. Go in the chat rooms. (sighs) So stupid. Um, I watched something that I would also say is stupid. Uh, I would say differently. Um, it was uh, something Netflix put out recently. Brad, do you remember a movie from our time in high school called She's All That? I'm aware of it. I don't think I actually watched it. It had Paul Walker in it, Freddie Prince Jr., uh, like a cavalcade of it people of, of the time. And it was basically My Fair Lady, Pygmalion. We're going to choose, uh, th- we've got to choose a nerdy girl and make her the most popular girl in school so she can be pom- prom queen. We'll make a bet out of it. One of those things. Right. Uh, but of course, people get caught up in the feels and pretty soon it's not about the bet anymore. They fall in love and then it gets revealed and then everyone forgives everyone. You know what the story is. No, no. So... What Netflix did was they decided to cash in on the nostalgia. And instead of just remaking Pygmalion like everyone does, they decided to just do a sequel, what they called a sequel, to She's All That, called He's All That. And they got some of the actors from the old movie to come back and play adult versions of themselves now. And there are some... The the other one holds a special place in my heart because I remember watching it with my sister and us making fun of it. And my wife also watched it with her siblings and made fun of it. So we have like a a family history of this is a silly movie we watched in our youth and found funny. So we watched it because it just came out. And now, Brad, things have changed. Things are completely different than they were in 2002 when we graduated. Um, This is 2021. (laughs) So what are kids thinking about now? Gone are art school and gone are like things like college and whatever. They still exist, obviously. But the main focus in these kids' day-to-day lives is their social media presence. 
like most of the kids in this show have their own like TikTok streaming thing and they're trying to keep up an online persona, which is interesting, I guess, because that is something that's changed completely from the original one. And they get one of the, the main actress is an actual like social media person. Like she is, that's her claim to fame as far as I know. She is a huge social media star. I don't remember her name. So they get her to be the main actress, and she does okay. All these kids do okay. And this movie is fine to a point, but then completely falls apart to where it doesn't make any sense. And it is... Netflix should be embarrassed. It is horrible. Absolutely horrible. And I'm someone who's very forgiving on stuff like this and can be like, okay, what? It's one point. I, I They threw out a line, and they did it so quick that instead of... Um, it was something about, like, the... the um, the, the the prom king and queen, one of the deciding factors for the end vote is going to be a dance competition. And they say this at the prom, and then they just start dancing. And you're like, well, wait a minute. This is kind of like a step up thing now, but we had nothing leading up to this. Why would you just throw this in other than kids like to dance? Which I get. But there's like no runway for any of the stuff that happens at the end of it. And it's just bad. <laughs> it's rare that I see something... And granted, I have not watched Crypt TV yet, so I, I was about to say, I think I feel like these might be, as you were talking about, I was like, well, wait, I think I've seen something else that Alex, I would cla- you see, classify you seem, as bad. Alex, you seem pretty upset about this movie. I, I think you're having trouble getting over it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Looks he's going to come and get you now. Wait a minute. There's a note over here that the dog has in its mouth. Oh, no. Let me just, uh, and that scared Luna. All, I, all, all that to say is you can watch half of it and be like, this is kind of funny. Oh, it's also not a sequel, which has made me mad. The the actors that get back, we were promised this was a sequel. That these were, we see like the the woman who stars in the first movie, the original one, uh, coming back as the mother. Not the same character. They never say her name. And oh, she went weird. from being like someone who was going to go to art school as to someone who is now a nurse, which can happen in a heartbeat trust. But you don't think that would happen to the character in the original movie. It, it's, it's a little different. I, I it's I like are we are any of the old uh, actors playing themselves or playing the well, same that's, character? That's what we were promised, Brad. But the one actress isn't playing herself, or at least it, it, they don't say her name, so we don't know if it's specifically that mm-hmm. woman. But it's the same actress, and we were promised a sequel. So but you're is, thinking, yeah, but okay, is, I, is I mean, I can understand if like you just want to sprinkle them in as completely oh, different yeah, characters. Yeah, totally. But is, but is there any that are the same person? The principal. Is a guy who was in the original one, but was not a principal and was not. I, I guess they don't. I, his name, I think, is might be the same, and I don't See, know. See, that's you got. You got to make a choice. Like you either got to. Yeah. First of all, I. Yeah, I think you got to either like have this. Yeah, be the next generation, and yeah, we're just having our all of our all of our favorite actors that we could get come back to do this one as like parents, sure. And then you're just redoing it again with the gender flip. Fine. Are you? You do a couple of like cameos, um, but like clearly just for like the old olds that are watching this movie cameos. But like you can't do a mix and match, and it can't be like main characters that are like now different people. That's weird. It's it's bad. Again, it kind of holds together for the first half, and then it suddenly is just like this is absolutely bad, bad. So don't know how this is, happened. What you're saying is that this franchise didn't deserve a second chance. Maybe the shared Soot, universe. Maybe Soot will come and get him. <laughs> this she's all that, my fair lady, bullshit shared universe. <laughs> it just fell apart in 2021 with he's all that, and I don't know if I'll be able to get over it in time. Oh no. <laughs> Brad, something randomly popped up in my feed, and 
you know, I feel that um, Joey would easily be able to look at this and say, clickbait, even as a, as a child who is not even familiar with the subject matter. But somehow this is a random in my feed. It's on a website called TNW. Um, and in their subsection called Neural, which is about human-centric AI news and analysis. And in this subsection is an article with the uh, subtag of Universe. Theoretical physicists think humans are screwing up the universe's plan. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> physicists theoretically? Uh, I mean, I do read a lot of science stuff, and I could see how the feeds would say theoretical physicist. That could be a check. Universe check. Humans check. Screwing up a plan, though? And I thought, uh. eh, I want to at least dip in to see what this is about just for my own amusement, if nothing else. Brad, the universe started with a big bang. Mm-hmm. Truth. Everything was everything that was ever going to be anything was compacted into a tiny ball of whateverness and then exploded outward and the universe began to expand. Fair, totally. Sure. At least that's one way of looking at it. What? Ooh. Does the other way involve monster crystals? <laughs> but emerging, th- uh, but emergent new theories and age-old ph- philosophical assertions are uh. beginning to find a foothold in cutting-edge quantum physics research. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> Brad, I think you were correct on those monster crystals because emergent new theories. How do the yeah. monster crystals fit into this? Remember, it's all connected. It's all one universe. It's a shared universe. They talk about the multiverse, but have you ever thought it would be a shared universe instead? One that's beginning to look more and more like we might actually be the center of the universe after all. No. No. What do you... What do you Certainly Okay, now not. look, look, look. That's not to say that the Earth or Milky Way is at the geographical center of the universe. Person reading this, I'm not crazy yet. Look, I realize that we're not in the center, probably maybe not. It's arrogant for me to think about that. Their words. I'm saying that humans are figuratively the center of the universe because theoretically, we're gods. Gods aren't real. Gods aren't real. Okay, wait, wait. Let me just remind you, this is in the section of this website that is supposed to be around human-centric AI news and analysis. And this is the rabbit hole we're already starting to go down. Cool. And this is where, if you didn't think it was going off the rails, this is where it starts to sail. We change to a like to uh, to another section. This is called "Creating Reality." Is the title of the section of the this uh, I think piece. I don't know what the fuck this piece of fiction. This is a two part. <laughs> this uh, this, uh, this uh, Crypt TV website. This Crypt TV minisode mini movie. This is a two parter. First, we need to establish that the universe is conscious. No, what? we don't. <laughs> nope. I, you don't know what conscious means. Look, it might not be. First, we need but- to establish this. Yeah, it might not be, but we need to establish that it is. <laughs> but for the sake of argument, no! <laughs> I mean, okay. For the sake of argument, let's assume. For the sake of argument, let's just say that we agree with the growing number of scientists Why who support growing? this theory. Do, by growing, do we mean we went from one to two people that, like, have had, like, severe brain problems? <laughs> two people get head injuries and now they believe it? Is that, is that what happened? The growing number? Um, it starts going into the concept that some physicists are talking about consciousness, 
very much between quotation marks. In the same way that Einstein talked about God into thing in, in, when he was doing things with uh, special relativity and whatnot, talking about like the mind of God, which he later was like, "Look, I just I, I I like referring to the causality of the universe in that way. I don't think of it as like a Judeo-Christian or even like any type of religions like uh, a, a personified deity." nature does its thing and I for some reason want to confuse everyone by calling that God or if you want to call it cool and that's kind of what scientists are thinking what they start to allude to here but they of course run run with it with reckless We're abandon in Kaku territory I mean this is fucking Kaku shit yeah this is a Kaku shared universe article definitely <laughs> It goes on to try to make the case that because we are thinking creatures, that we are the gods of the universe, the closest things to gods they'll be, because we can change things, Brad. The universe started on its uh, billiard table of, like, matter flying out in the universe, and it would have kept on going the way it was supposed to until humans and their free will showed up and started fucking things Wait, up. Wait, what have we changed? We haven't done anything. Motherfucker, we're a part of that. <laughs> Do you understand how any of this works? Uh, you know, uh, the universe would have kept expanding, but humans started thinking things. <laughs> we're a part of that universe. I, we're part of that expansion. Any part of that expansion is part of it. That's what... Yeah. Call, uh, uh, and what have we done to change the universe? Everything like, on our small little rock. We're so insignificant. Like, <laughs> you would not notice... You couldn't, like, looking at the, the universe on a universe scale... We are nothing. We have done nothing. We will continue to do nothing. Our, our entire species will have risen and fallen, and our planet will turn to nothing. And no, there's, there will be no difference. That's pretty nuts. Hold up. I got to take a small break. I'll be right back. Oh, I watched the birch. Oh, plant tree monster? Yeah. Shouldn't have broken that that kid's uh, the stick. That bully got eaten by a monster. Just a series of videos of people breaking sticks. <laughs> uh, it's like a little thing, and like I don't know. It's like take this; it'll protect you. But then the bully came and broke it, and then the monster got him. Hmm. Crypt TV. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so uh, before we jump into TNT over here, um, uh, we got a voicemail. We we we've been holding on to it a bit. Uh, we actually got it while we were recording a few episodes ago, but we got it while recording, so we just didn't get it slotted in. And then Alex was out for a week, and then I forgot to play it. Um, and then Alex was out again, and then I forgot to play it last week. So we're listen. This was from August 10th, so I hope there's nothing too timely involved. But we will find out as we listen to this. I think it's a tale of monsters. Spooky, scary. <laughs> hey, Brad and Alex. This is Alan. Uh, I was planning to call and uh, share a ticked off. But instead, I'm going to have to report my first monster sighting. <gasps> Monsters! It's Luxie. So guys, I've been reticent uh, to name a monster. Uh, I find mostly what I run into are just dummies. And... I can forgive dummies. They don't mean to do what they do. But a monster, for me, is is conscious of what they're doing. So 
I was doing something Brad will immediately think was very stupid. I can't disagree. I was playing a sport, uh, specifically disc <laughs> golf, uh, which <gasps> is less a sport and an excuse to walk around in a park uh, for an hour. But I was uh, nearing the, the end of my course, and an elderly gentleman, maybe around 65 or so, uh, came up and asked if I was... Uh, looking to play with anybody, willing to play with uh, folks? I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I gave him my number. That's all, all well and good. Nope. Uh, then he asked uh, what my uh, last name was. And uh, I told him it was Couch, uh, which is a one-syllable English name that no one can fucking pronounce uh, or somehow no one can deal with. So for the <laughs> last 30 years of my life, I've... Uh, introduced myself as uh alan couch same as the furniture uh and it's just the easiest way to get through the knocks of life that that fucking i know uh, i know there aren't a lot of couches but you might use that word daily i mean how many names do you fucking use daily the name day i guess but uh, I would have to think couch is up there. But I get cooch and coach. So uh, there aren't a lot of us, uh, which is for the best. Uh, and the, the ones the, of us there are are mostly scumbags. Uh, so when someone knows a relative of mine or catches that name, uh, it's it's never a positive. Uh, <laughs> so this guy was like, oh, uh, I think I remember a couch uh, playing. Uh, playing baseball uh, when I was in high school. I was like, yeah, yeah. Was he short? Which they're all short, which I'm not, thankfully. But uh, they all are. Uh, and he's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's, it is my dad or one of one of his brothers. Um, and uh, so we kind of left it at that. And, um, you know, later that day, I asked my mom, uh, who is not a part of this deranged fucking family, but comes from the half of my family that is sane and fairly well adjusted. Um, I asked her, um, you know, did, did any of dad's uh, brothers play baseball? She's like, yeah, Bobby. And <laughs> guys, uh, Bobby Couch was king of the fuck ups. Uh, I mean, a monster supreme. My dad was physically verbally abusive and a fucking drunk and lunatic and he couldn't keep a job and yada 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 and he was a million times better than bobby <laughs> bobby bobby tore through the universe uh hammered you know like his whole fucking life uh and like i think he had two or three kids all of which had to be adopted um anyway so you know, uh, I could care less if this fucking guy knew Bobby. Uh, whatever. So, maybe a week goes by, and uh, he texts me, wants to play, sure thing. Go and play after work. Um, I'd say, it, you know, it takes like an hour and a half, maybe, to play a game of disc golf. And um, we uh, were about five minutes into it when he gave me his first uh, Jesus spiel. Oh, uh, wow. One, I'm sure, as Southerners, we've all heard at fucking nauseam. Yeah. Um, yeah. But people still think like it's like something new. Like, oh, Jesus, what a novel concept. It's going to be difficult to find someone in that state, uh, in or from Mobile, Alabama. So anyway, you know, he does it. And my response is, that's nice. You know, that's nice. 
nice. Really saved my life. That's nice. Oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's nice. Uh, and so, you know, we, we go about our business. I mean, he's still, he's being civil and normal. Um, you know, just a old white person from the South. Uh, they're all that way. So, you know, we're, we're basically chit-chatting, uh, for the most part, uh, fairly nondescript. And I mentioned, I'm like, and this is not long before we're done, thankfully. I mentioned, uh, yeah, I, I asked my mom. And uh, that was my Uncle Bobby that you remembered. He was the one who played uh, baseball for Viger High School. Uh, and he turns to me and he says, I know, I was with your Uncle Bobby when he passed. <laughs> um, he's like, uh, you know, he, he really uh, came to embrace fucking blah, blah, blah. Now, uh, guys... The one thing my father was good at was he was a masterful and expert liar. Uh, and I learned how to detect bullshit from <laughs> having to deal with him from a young age and quickly figuring out what was shit and what was not. Most of it was shit. Um, but I, I would say I'm, I have a fairly acute sense for someone who's like full of shit. And the second he said that, I thought, wait a minute, motherfucker. A week ago, you couldn't remember his goddamn name. <laughs> and now you're telling me you're at his deathbed? So, uh, this guy had apparently uh, set up some scenario where <laughs> the apex of his Jesus speech was going to be, you know, and even your fucking worthless Uncle Bobby uh, could... Uh, find sucker at the teat of uh, Yahweh. And, <laughs> I mean, that's not really going to work for me anyway, but in theory, even if it could, like, why would I make a decision that Bobby made? <laughs> like, that's a, that sounds like a fucking terrible idea. And you're not going to impress me with the fact that some piece of shit on his goddamn last, last fucking leg, you know, like, gave him uh, and and bought into the bullshit franchise uh, at the last second. Like, whoop-de-fucking-do, right? Um, I, maybe this doesn't sound like a big deal to you guys. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the crazy one. Um, but for once, I don't think that's the case. Uh, <laughs> I find it really fucking weird that that guy would lie about knowing my goddamn uncle in some vainglorious attempt to bullshit me into his religion. Uh, I mean, that's like fucking psychopathic. Am, guys, am I the crazy one? I'm happy, happy to admit if I am. I don't, I don't, I don't think I am. This is truly fucked up. Uh, so anyway, my, uh, my actual response to him was, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he found some peace at the end of his life. Uh, and then that was it. <laughs> and I think he tried one more fish hook bullshit fucking Jesus thing. Uh, but you know, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was over it before he started, but I was definitely over it by then. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I think this guy probably has a couple skin suits in his fucking basement or something. Uh, <laughs> it was beyond weird. One last thing I wanted to mention. Um, guys, you know, for the last few weeks, um, your productivity hasn't been the best. Uh, we've had hour and 20, hour and 40 minute 
episodes. I mean, that's that's almost a normal podcast, <laughs> and we can have that. Uh, so uh, I hereby call on Jonathan Pernasek to come back to Ramjack and give us a four-hour block uh, to set us straight. <laughs> uh, we know he can do it. Amazing. That is amazing. I mean, Got- first and foremost, there's always a candle burning in the window for Jonathan Pernasek. Anytime, um, anytime. I, I feel, I, I feel he, he, he has abandoned us forever. Um, but always, always welcome. True hero, brave hearts. Oh yeah. I mean, he's just out there doing his thing with his other podcast, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's not how he has time for anything else because the way that he researches those things and the production he puts into that, I he That's dedicated. True. That's true. He, as we know, he is like he's just doing quality work, and you know. I, the can, as Brad said, the candle is lit in the window, Tafo, um, and we Tafo. wait. We look to the window every once in a while and see it burning, and think, "Is that his shadow there in the in the pane of glass?" I was just a trick of the light, but maybe no. one day. I mean, this uh, asshole on the oh. disc golf course, though. Fuck that monster! I mean, I, yeah, yeah, for real. Like, like finagling a story about a dead uncle to turn it into like like Jizo time. I mean, well, for, first of all, listen. When you, now listen, when Luxy hands you a note, you need to like <laughs> get over your grief immediately somehow. I don't think it's possible, yeah. but you need to try. Mm-hmm. When a stranger like tries to give you their number in a park like to play uh, uh, disc golf or whatever the fuck um don't talk to strangers like you invited that monster into your life <laughs> like look i mean like you, i mean yeah yeah don't talk to strangers don't trust them. They're, listen, I, you may think, oh, people are trustworthy. Um, there's a reason. There's a reason they, that they need to find they need to find friends like through random strangers because no one else will be associated with them. I mean, when I'm out and about, and if I ever come in contact with a stranger, right, and they within the first meeting is like, "Hey, what's your last name?" Immediately, my flag is up. Of that suspicious, I don't know you. We just met, and yeah. unless I don't know what conversation mm-hmm. we just had, that where you feel like that's an appropriate question to ask, even in like a small town, maybe where someone might know your family. Um, I, I guess like, if they started talking about Ramjack and had an intimate, intimate like knowledge, no, be like, hey, wait, are you are you Alex from Ramjack? Yeah, and the the other guys, yeah, the other guys, Brad. I, I get, you know what? Yeah, that candle man in the window. We're all waiting. <laughs> why is it down? Why is it below two hours now? What happened to the four hour block? Mm. So I'll be like, guys, I, you telling me? What, what, what was your last name again? Even then, I would be like, red flag. I don't know who the fuck you are. Why are you talking? What are you coming at me? Knowing Jonathan, knowing Brad. Uh-huh. Granted, it's a public podcast that we purposefully broadcast and put out there, but that's a little different. I love disc golf, though. I mean, that's a, that's a fun sport. It is just an excuse to kind of throw something around a park and, and walk her through it. It's it's a fun with time. strangers with Haven't strangers, a Alex. Time. No, you don't. You don't. You barely interact with the strangers. It, I can't. I can't think of a, if anyone asked to play with me. I I think I'd have to pass because I'm just not that kind of person. See, Alan, what what you're not realizing here is, um, you see, you've made the mistake of of of, of white male privilege in thinking you can trust strangers. <laughs> You think, huh, oh, I'm a, white guy. I'm a white guy. Nothing bad's going to happen to me. Well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? Monsters Luxie, everywhere Luxie's and out prey there. upon all of us. Luxie is out there, <laughs> and that Luxie is a stranger with your phone number. 
<laughs> so weird. He gave me this disc and I turned it over. And instead of like his name and phone number, which is a common thing that you do in disc golf etiquette, if you find a disc of someone lost in the woods that has their name and phone number, you call them and be like, hey, I found your disc. Instead, there was a strange poem. Oh, boy. I mean, you're, you're lucky. You're lucky you got away. In fact, I think you got a second chance. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Fuck, now there's two. Do the monsters have to battle each other? Do they hey, work together? Here's a question. Do they get half of you? If 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 Luxie comes for you and then you get over your grief, um, does that count as like cheating death and then Soot can come and get you then? Yeah. How do these fucking yeah. monsters work? That's how it works, friend. Uh, and then suddenly you're you're running from that guy and you trip on a <laughs> and you hear a crunch as you're walking below a tree and you there's a stick that just got uh, cracked. Uh-oh. Here comes the birch. It's, oh, and then and then you but you but you're able to outrun you put the stick back together real quick and then you get away from the birch. <laughs> Whew. Oh, boy. that's all it wanted. And then, you have yeah, to take it back together. <laughs> I don't know. I only watched four minutes, who knows? Uh but then then like some old man comes up and he's like, Can I get your phone number? And by the way, have you heard the good word of Jesus Christ? <gasps> you know your uncle that died, I was there. Uh what's his name again? Yeah, 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 him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. You know, he converted to Christianity before he died. <laughs> the guy's name I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, I was there at his I was deathbed. There. I was his best friend. I was friend. holding his hand as he took the Lord into his heart. I was holding he one ascended. hand, Jesus was holding the other. Look, he was <laughs> in the corner of the bed, just waiting. <laughs> Hospitals are scary places, man. More than more than we may realize. Yeah, defo. Fuck. <laughs> Good luck out there on the on the on the courses, Alan. I keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Oof. I'm sure someday we'll have a long episode again. Oh, definitely. True transparency. The only reason we don't have them is that I am presently on a very strict time recording schedule. That the only window I really have is about two hours. Uh, give or take about 30 minutes. And even today, I was interrupted three times during recording or like twice I, to go up and help take care of dogs and stuff, which, again, I have a family and I love them and obviously I want to do that. Um, so that's the main limitation. Guys, listen, next next time Alex goes on vacation, um, we'll have a straight up long episode party. <laughs> we'll call we'll call, in, we'll call in Tammy and Dan or Chris and uh, we, we will do a long ass fucking episode. Make up for... Make up for lost time. Do an eight-hour episode. We'll, we'll watch Inland Empire again. Live on the show. Just talk about it. In the moment. Ugh, Twice. We'll we'll Encore performance of Inland Empire. I, I have done my watch two Inland Empire podcasts. Again. Never again. <laughs> I was going to say you could watch all the Crypt TV, but that would only be like a Yeah, that's like, no, that's, that's four. I, I, actually, I worked it out. I think it was like four and a half hours. Oh, uh, well, Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a lot of shows, though. A lot of shows. That's a lot of shows. A lot of seasons. I gotta watch all those seasons. I watched three three seasons of Sunny Family Cult yesterday. It took almost an hour and a half. (laughs) No, it didn't. It was much less than that, I think. I don't know. It's very short. Friends, it's that super special time of the week where we talk about TNT. T.S. Turner was a city smart kid fighting his way off the street. Until he was framed for a crime he didn't commit. Amy Taylor was a young crusading lawyer. She mounted an appeal to put Turner back on the street. This time in a suit and tie, working as a private detective. Together, they are TNT. I put my 
we'll have a minute on the clock to try to summarize this episode of TNT to the best of our ability uh, without going over. If we go over a minute, we've forgotten everything about who owns the houses on this street again in this development area. If we go horrendously under, we're spending the night at Decker's in Decker's office. It's <laughs> a classic sleepover. Um, kicked out of our own rooms. Mm. But if we hit a minute on the dot, friends, that's Braveheart territory. And that's what we, we try to get here on Ramjack. If, if it's within a window of five seconds before, we still win as well. But we're looking for that jackpot Braveheart. And I think this week it's my turn to attempt it. It is. It is, friend. So this is the latest development. Tell me when you're ready. I think I'm ready. All right. And you will be going in three, two, one, go. So a kid in the neighborhood decides to take a, pl- a page out of Tread's playbook and hijack a large uh, a, a, a equipment truck a bulldozer thing at a work site and runs it into a truck. Just starts wrecking shit. Uh, he gets in trouble. The police are there immediately, which I think is super suspicious. He goes and, of course, Amy Amanda decides to represent him with tea. And they're trying to get to the bottom. There's some, this kid was kicked out of his home his, and his grandma's home because they couldn't, they didn't want to make way for for some crazy development of some sort of bank or like some weird mall. doesn't matter. They decide to go into it. T decides to take the kid under his wing and make him make him learn a thing or two. He, he gets to work for the construction company uh, to work off the thousands of dollars of damage. Any man that goes undercover and realizes a lawyer she knew back in law school is deep into this, uh, the city and they are basically just trying to get something developed for money. Uh, it all ends with them uh, getting the, uh, the, the people a home and uh, that's it. One minute! I'll take that. Thank you. I botched that at the end because I don't really. How do you summarize the end? It's all good. It's all good. But I'm a brave heart, so that's all that matters. It's all that matters is that I got to the end. I got to the end. Which I would say for the. This is the first episode of TNT that I think maybe went. I, the rhythm seemed slightly off to me, um, hmm. but I still loved it. Like it was still a, a quite enjoyable episode of TNT. Yeah, um, yeah it starts. At night, it's dark. There's a construction zone. Lots of signs on the fence into yeah. this area. I yeah. This this building like so it's going to it's so it's like a strip mall. I don't quite understand. Metro County Savings Bank project. Oh, okay, so okay, so the okay, so I thought we were I thought we were saying this was a, going to be a bank, but I think this is just the this is the bank that's that's in charge of the project financing. Okay, that this makes whole more thing, sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. So yeah, this kid's uh, this kid's just checking it out. I got a lot of questions about what the situation is. Like, what's the timeline? Because mm-hmm. I don't we know. We all do. Because it seems like they don't have a place to go right now. Yeah, they're homeless. So are like like are they sleeping in a car? Like, did they are did they just kick, get kicked out this very day? Where are so, they? Because of the time jump after what happens in the opening scene when we go to the courthouse, it makes me think that you might be onto something. They may have just been kicked out of their house. Um, the kid goes up to the fence, and while there's all the signs, he grabs a sign and rips it off the fence that says something about how this was a rezoned community or something, which... I mean, that's what happened to this kid. Him and his grandmother were displaced because the uh, the developers came in and basically said, we're going to kick you out. The city can kick you out because um, that's what cities can do. Um, 
I, I read a, a lot of things about that this week. Uh, there was some talk about there was some place in California where they talked about it, and of course, I, a lot of people. It's been going making the rounds recently on TikTok, where hey, did you know that Central Park used to be a thriving African American community that had like tons of people there? And um, yeah, New York City was like, nope, ours now. We're gonna make a big park out of it, and because we're making a park, it's for the the greater good. And almost yeah. all of that, like in this episode of TNT, uh, is just for rich people to get richer. There, that there is no greater good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Yeah, it's about destroying and yeah, of course. Yeah, tale as old as time. And in, in Metro in Metro County, where C. Coover is located, they're doing it here too. Yeah. Kid climbs the fence, finds a bulldozer, and starts going to like, town. This kid fucking rocks. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is I, awesome. Like, I don't even know what the plot is yet. I'm already so deep on this kid's side because he takes up, he's taking a bulldozer for a joyride and just like rams a truck. And it's fucking awesome. I don't think he understands the power he has with this bulldozer. He can back up and just keep going. Yeah. Like, he does not have to stop. It stops when he wants it to. And I feel like he, because, I mean, he's a good kid at heart, perhaps, Brad. So when he hits that truck, he's like, yeah. And then we immediately hear cop sirens. They're like, step out of the vehicle, kid. And But he could have just backed up and just kept going. He could have ran right over those cops, and he should have. Like, I'm on this kid's side 5,000% this whole fucking episode. You um, think the cops would have shot the kid? Of course. Cops, yeah, they love shooting kids. I mean, he's a white kid, so they don't love it as much, but they'll still shoot a kid. Come on. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, cops are terrifying. It's very upsetting. Right they up exist. There, right up there with a look-see. You take your bulldozer and start Ugh. to regulate developers. At least a look-see gives you a, a, a stupid, useless poem. Like, a cop just murders you. Yeah. I want to hear that sound at night. Um. Also, so we obviously we cut to the courthouse, and uh, we got we got some regular courthouse antics. Uh, what was the deal? Uh, what's what's Mike Pence doing here? Because <laughs> this dude looks just like Mike Pence, and it really weirds me out. It sounds like him too. I don't remember what the um. Oh, let me let me check real quick. I'm, I'm right what here. What it was this time. It was. It oh, felt- yeah. So he's he he's he's getting sued by the parents of a kid that climbed over his fence and broke his oh. leg. And the lawyer's the worst. She says something along the lines of, "What is it? It's like, well, look at the positive side. At least the kid can't climb your fence anymore." Which I'm like, "Fuck, lawyers, huh?" <laughs> um, I loved. You were the one who posted the Werner Herzog part where they were in that interview. Yes. And that woman's like, why are you trying to, do you want to, please explain yeah, it. So I, uh, I thought it was awesome. I One of one of the greatest documentary series ever, uh, Werner Herzog is basically talking to death row inmates. So this was a clip from that, which if I ever do my Werner Herzog podcast, it's going to be very much inspired by the series, but someday, someday that'll happen. Yes, uh, and uh, this, uh, yeah, this he was interviewing this person. They're like, "Well, why, why are you trying to humanize these these murderers?" And Vern Hertz looks like, "Because they are human." <laughs> it is the and the look on her face is like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And it's it's so genuine when he stops her. Look, I'm not trying to humanize them. They are human beings. It's just the way he calmly says it, just matter of factly. It's oh. like these are facts, and they are they are the facts. Yeah. I have to make one remark. I do not humanize her. Uh, I do not make an attempt to humanize her. She is simply a human being, period. Um, that kind of, for some reason, this reminded me of that. Defo, defo. Um, so Amy Amanda comes out with the kid and his grandma, and that's when we get the whole story of they were just kicked out of their homes. The developer 
the people, uh, there was some lawyer for the city that said, look, you can't fight this. <laughs> you're going to fight City Hall? Fuck you, Grandma. You're retired. What my, with what? With who? Get the fuck out of here. Your house is Lord. ours now. And this, yeah. and she's like, this kid just tried to be a vigilant. He's just trying to take matters of his own hands. If you knew the, the asshole developer, you would too. Um, so Amy Amanda's like, what's the name of this guy again? Hmm. That name rings a bell. I'm going to go do some gumshoeing of my own. T, you got these two? You think you can find some uh, a place for them at your aunt's house? Like, Aunt Martha can find them a place, right? Sure. Yeah. There's also this bit where, like, um, like Mr. T goes off to, like, um, like give the kids some, like, life coaching. And we cut away from that. Yeah. It's, like, it's so weird. Usually, if Mr. T's helping a kid out, we're going to see that. This one, we just cut away and we stick with Amy, Amanda, and, and Grandma. And I'm like, what's going on with Mr. T and that kid? Like, this is we like... Do get s- <laughs> we get it later. But, like, I, it's just oh, yeah. so weird that, like, we, we cut away from clearly, like, what everyone's tuning in for. Mr. T helping a kid and like we stick with amy amanda and an old lady <laughs> like who cares <laughs> it, it is i mean yeah i i wish we could have stayed at that bench and that we could have just gotten some weird like voiceover to tell me what because everything all that to say also there's an awesome team up with this kid and mr t later this episode which yeah. is just beautiful oh it's so good so good so they let the scene go for a while, a little bit longer where Mr. T gets an elevator. They, they part ways and there's a guy who just misses the elevator and no one holds the door open for him. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Which is great. It's great. I love this show that it does these yeah. little things. You know that was on purpose. You know they had to be oh, on yeah. purpose. Everyone's having a good time. It's it's great. So um, Amy Amanda is going to go investigate why this happened. Yeah. So she goes to City Hall. And she's trying to get information, and she runs into a lawyer she knew from back in the day. And uh, he's like, hey, listen, you don't want to worry about this. Who cares? It's no big deal. No. Forget about it. You're never, never going to figure that. You're not going to win this one. Just let it go. Honey, come on. I do your pro bono shit, and that's cool and all. But we're big people lawyers, and, you know, I, I, I of course I stuck with the city when I got I, I'm still here doing my thing. It's very lucrative. You'd be shocked. He's, I, so he's a lawyer for the city. <laughs> like, he's not, like, a big-time <laughs> lawyer. Like, he, because he's, like, I, this is at City Hall. Like, is he's working? He has an office there. Yes, yeah. he's, he's not like a like a private attorney that's like making the big bucks. Brad, he's making the big bucks in other ways. I mean, it doesn't shock us yeah, yeah. that he's going to have to take matters to his own hands if he's going to crack six figures. Um, like these are like these are both like I, I mean I guess middle stakes lawyer and lower stake lawyer. Like it's th- these are not. This is not like Amy Amanda's like you know taking the pro bono cases and just trying to help people and like he's like this super powerful like attorney. Like no, like they are much. Cl- Closer levels. Yeah, totally. Um, so when he first sees her, because she's bent over a desk and she's like trying to get some paperwork, he comes up and I, I don't remember what he says to her, but the exchange to me was bizarre. He says something along the lines of like, Amy Amanda, is that you? You still look great or whatever. And she looks at him and says, you want me to turn around? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, she comes she comes in hot. It's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And plus he approached her from like the side, like turn around. What do you? Yeah, I I'm mean, not fully understanding like, why and I, what this is. Like, it makes it seem we kind know, of. We know that he's an asshole pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, and clearly she knows him and knows that he's an asshole. But like, it just comes off like, whoa, Amy and Damn. Amanda. Like, Damn. yikes. Yikes. I mean, you're probably right, but yikes. What's what's going on? <laughs> 
clearly there's he's a not... backstory. There's a there's a rich tapestry. Oh, yeah. It's it's all connected. Uh... <laughs> the TNT shared universe. I I'm here for that. Like I I Actually, want if, Sophie... you, if you go if you go on the TNT wiki, um, there's some comic books and short stories and podcasts that if you listen to, if you listen to all of them, you can kind of maybe possibly work out the backstory of this random ass lawyer and like his whole deal. So, um, that's an option if you really want to do that. <laughs> I wonder if we are going to make it, like, as a blip on that website. Oh, I hope so. First class investigators, Ramjack. Whenever I get the Ramjack wiki up and running again, we'll have definitely have all that information included. <laughs> the deep, deep shared Mr. T universe. Yes. Um, so yeah, they're chatting, and Amy Amanda's trying to get some information from him, he's trying to get a hot date, and he's basically like, look, honey, you're gonna waste your time. There's nothing to look into here. This is some poor people that we need to distill their property so that we can make lots of money. You know how it is. Like, I, and I don't understand, like, because it, it's never, like, the specifics, the specifics are the things that are really missing here. Because it is a situation where, like, they, they got paid, like, just real rock bottom for their, for their, you know, house. Because that, that's certainly a thing that happens, is, like, these developers come in and you get, like, like, a real shitty deal. Especially if they're trying to fuck with you like this. Um, and I can see that. But it, they act like they just took the house and they got nothing. Like, they just, they just seized the house and gave them no compensation for it. Yeah, and that's weird. Yeah, that's They were supposed weird. to... Amy Manda mentions, she says, well, wait, that's weird. Didn't the city try to find you, like, alternative housing? And to me, I'm like, would a city ever really do that? Like, it's awesome that C. Coover would offer this relocation thing. Yeah. I, would that happen? I don't know. I, yeah, it seems strange. It seems strange. Um, But I I don't know what we're doing here. It does Nothing really adds up, but whatever. It's a TV show. We're fine. We're She'll, fine. She will... <laughs> she will spend all day at City Hall trying to investigate and get records and dead in after dead in. There's just so much paperwork she wades through. Meanwhile, I, I was going to say, sorry, Mr. T... Sorry, I just, I just want to stick for a Go second ahead, in that her trying to get the paperwork because it's a yeah, whole yeah. montage of her going office to office and hallway to hallway. Um, and it's like, she just has so much fucking... She has a comedy amount of paper, stacks of paperwork and she's just sitting on a bench reading it in the hallway. It's very strange. Well, I had questions around, if I'm in City Hall getting these large folders filled with paper, wouldn't City Hall want to make copies? Or, like, would they actually give me the original files to just kind of hang out with? I mean, they I, trust I, me? I, I, I guess I'm assume, a lawyer. I gotta assume these are photocopies. They have to be. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, yeah, Mr. T has taken the kid to the construction site because he's gonna work there to work off the, the debt the $4,000 of... No, sorry, it was $2,000. I made a note that it was $2,000 because it was the same amount that Decker <laughs> theoretically stole <gasps> last last week. <laughs> I was like, huh, weird. That's that's just the, huh. num- that's just the number we're throwing around is $2,000. Um... In the 80s, that's a dangerous number. <laughs> hey, C. Coover, what are your child labor laws? Non-existent. Because this is... Non-existent. Is he 13? 13? And, like, I understand that, like... Like, I don't know what kind of legal shenanigans, like, TNT worked out, but, like, eat, like, and I understand that the family's not really in a place to pay that money right now, obviously, but regardless, 
13-year-old should not be working on a construction site in any fashion. No. Like, even if it's to work off his debt. Um, that, sorry, 13-year-olds can't work off their debt. They can't. They're children. They can't make children work. Like, not even as, like, some communities, like, no. If they tried to say this was, this, you can't even make this community service. Like, if the judge said this is, no, you can't. This is, like, working for a construction site. Also, it's working for the fucking monster that stole his house. So, fuck you, Mr. T, for, like, even suggesting this. So... In Mr. T's defense, he does not realize the full extent of monsterness running around on this construction site. But that's the only thing I'll say, because the whole concept of let me work off this money by just like doing manual labor as a kid just to get me off the street is bullshit. Pay him for his time. He's not working off your debt. Also, fuck the debt. He's a tiny child that went on like, I don't know about that at all. No. And he barely fucked that truck up. Like he didn't even like, he just kind of like pushed it over a little bit. It was fine. He fucked up that truck, friend. No, it would have been fine. He was pushing, like, did you see the tires? Like, well, no. yeah, look, the you wheel, get a hammer the, and some friends, sure, you got this. Sure, the wheels this. and the axle of the truck are fucked. One side of the truck is fucked up. It did turn over on its side. Probably gonna have to replace the glass as well. Uh, but yeah. the truck's fine. The t- yeah. interior's fine for the most part. Brad, it was only $2,000 worth of damages. <laughs> Come on, it's a, it's a long weekend and some friends, I guess, in your shop. The Toretto's would be able to take care of this thing, no problem. Of course. No problem. Yeah, they could take that thing to the moon. You need a $2,000 car into a $12,000 or $20,000 car, easy. And you're right, they could take it to the stars and beyond. Ugh. I don't like how the construction guy's like, yeah, kid, fuck you. Like, he's just always like, we're not going to have a place to get until Mr. T's like, look, try to let this kid make this right. And the construction guy's like, you know what? Sure. I might be a monster, but I, I'm going to pretend I have a heart of gold in this weird, skewed concept of what all is going on here. But, Only okay. after he's slightly okay. scared of Mr. T. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, I do like that Mr. T's intimidating in this, and everyone's like, ugh. Um, so, yeah, the kid's working for free. I like it. On the construction like site. Don't no one like likes it. it. So yeah, Amy and Amanda sit in the hallway reading these fucking papers like a weirdo. Waiting for this city hall lawyer to come out. And he's just like, oh, you're here, still here? You want that date? I, go ahead and turn around. We're like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and um, she's like, no, I'm here. I'm still investigating. He's like, look, if you keep investigating this, that pretty little head of yours is going to fall off those shoulders. Is that a threat? <laughs> fuck yeah, it is. Stop looking into my shit. <laughs> you want that date or what? Are we going for drinks? Come on. Now, do you want that date or do you want to keep your head on your shoulders? <laughs> hmm? I, I don't know what you're going to do. What are you going to do? Wait, you gonna do? You're the one staying at, wait, it's, it's the place is closing. You knew I'd come out. You I, Come on, let's go. Now, come on. Are we going to go on that date or do you want to break the stick and see what happens? <laughs> oh! Never a dull moment in for friends. <laughs> Um, would breaking a page in a book count? Because pages are technically made of paper, which are made out of trees. Like, um, I could see no, an episode no, where someone... No, because it's got to be the weird little, like, I like birch crucifix thingy. In my mind, someone's reading a book. For some reason, there's a birch crucifix as like a little, uh, like chapter heading thing. And someone folds, like ear mm. dogs, uh, folds over a page. They close the ear book, dog. pan up Swirl. in the shadows, birch. <laughs> Just at ya. Just wanna put at a, ya. wanna put a put a point on ear dog. <laughs> ear dog. I'm gonna ear dog yeah. that page. I'm gonna ear dog that page. <laughs> ear dog in it. Ear dog. Birch. Um, so, we're back. All right, we'll go ahead. Um, go ahead. Yeah. So we go to Aunt Martha's. Aunt Martha's cooking dinner. Looks great. Uh, I was excited we got Sophie and Aunt Martha in one episode. Still don't have oh, all yeah. though. We we're still we're still missing um a Renee. 
didn't get her. Uh, the detective doesn't make an appearance oh, in this yeah. either, which is weird. That's true. Well, someday, someday, guys, someday we'll have them all. Um, but yes, so uh, Mr. T's like, hey, uh, Martha, did you did you find a place for 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 old lady and her grandson? And she's like, well, about that. Um, I gave her your room, so I packed a bag, and you and the kid are gonna have to stay somewhere. Why can't the kid sleep on the floor of the Mr. T's room with his grandmother? Or on the couch? Yeah. I mean, any place normal people would sleep in a house if there's not a bed for you. Yeah. I mean, very strange. Um, so where do they go? Where else would Mr. T go in this situation? Gotta go see, gotta go see our, our boy, Dick Decker. Come on, Mr. T, this is my office. <laughs> Uh, come on, Decker. Why don't Why doesn't Decker take them to his house? Why don't you sleep on my couch? Yeah, get a sleeping bag. Let's just hang does, out. Does no guys like, night? Like, yeah. What about the TNT's office? Put a sleeping bag in there. Why are you sleeping in a gym office? Like, like that. Their office has got like couches and things. Like, it looks comfy. In my mind, they're sleeping on in the middle of the ring, <laughs> like in the boxing ring. Just like they're just like, why are we out here, Mister T? Everyone knows in the gym you have to make the boxing ring the place where you hang out. You can't, don't question it. Um, I, I like to, I like to camp out and look at the stars. There's a skylight in here. That's dust, Mister T. Just kind of like floating through the air. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn cataracts. Um. So I I'm glad Decker got in here. <laughs> I'm glad Decker was here for just a second, and then. Uh, we cut to the office, and who is it but Sophie? And ladies and gentlemen, I was not prepared to one see Sophie and two for her outfit. Fuck! It is a lot. It is. I mean, Alex sent me a screenshot of it before I'd seen the episode, and I already knew that it was going to be a lot. And then when I still saw it, I was like, "Woo!" So we got a, we got a long sweater on that's mm-hmm. got it's a yellow sweater. Mm-hmm. It's got a big red number five on it. Yeah. Uh, the bottom of it's blue, and then there's a couple of blue stripes, and the bottom of the sleeve is blue, but then there's a yellow cuff, but then there's a checker pattern on the upper arm. Both arms. It looks like it's about, like, half a foot in, like, height up the arm, and just wrapped around it, checkered. It almost looks like racing flags, because of the number in in that, I was like, is this, like, a racing shirt in a weird way? Is she, is she cosplaying as a race car? Could be. She's a classic speed racer, or mm. whichever, whatever one number five was. She really does her, look like her, she's like she's climbed out of speed racer. It really is. It really does. Um, she has this giant bow thing in her hair, which is basically it looks like a scarf that she's tied up, but it's like fluffy, like on oh, top of the head. I thought it was a head. headband with like a poof on the. T- Similar effects. Yeah. I mean, what we both described, and she's standing up on a chair, watering a plant, talking on the phone. Yeah. Turn, she's by the way she seems to be turning down a date on the phone um so I what what happened between her and Danforth Dick Decker I thought it was Decker on the phone oh. I was like holy shit Decker no I, I don't know I can't uh, well uh, uh, I don't think it is either but if we're going with continuity from last week I was like is this where they all ended is this how it oh. stopped this is where the magic left her and him I I prefer to think there's some there's some other uh, bow that's trying to finagle a date <gasps> and she's shutting them down because she only has eyes for Danforth Dick Decker that is correct that is the that's canon that's canon some people from City Hall roll in excuse me ma'am I love how she like throws her weight to kind of like pivot on the uh <laughs> the the little uh ch- office chair 
And then she almost also like accidentally waters one of the guys. So she's like almost falling down off the chair. And Amy Amanda rolls in. She's like, what's up? And it's like, hey, we're inspectors. We're here to inspect all the work you had, the renovations to the office. Gonna make sure they clear spec or code. Um, but we had that done like two weeks ago. Uh, they didn't check the electricals. So, uh, oh, and, and also that what's window. What's this window? That window looks a bit off code, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, fucking she says, bullshit. is this that motherfucking lawyer at the uh, at City Hall? And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. She's like, yeah, I'm sure you don't. Ugh, like, fuck this shit. Oh, by the way, the, the shifty lawyer's name is Brian Brack. Brian, I knew it was a, good, it was a really good Brian name. Brian Brack. Sounds like an asshole. <laughs> Did totally. Brian Brack send you? Um... Amy Amanda is going to get to the bottom of this now. She, you, you can't stop her easily like this. She's a gump. Come on. She's not, not deterred at all in the slightest. Yeah. I want to say it's like, it's a lot of money, right? Like the fine they get. Um, yeah. Oh, it's this, a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a couple. I think, I think it may have been this. Maybe this was the $2,000. I, I thought the kid had $4,000. Yeah, I thought damages. the kid had $4,000. So I think this must okay. be the 2000 I knew I made a note of $2,000 somewhere. So I think this is the... T- the kid did $4,000 worth of damage that he's going to have to work off for some reason. And yes, this is going to be $2,000 worth of renovations they need. I mean, maybe, maybe Danforth Dick Dagger can just, like, uh, make some money happen from that, uh, hockey team. Come on, you owe us Decker. Um, so, we, Mr. T has a heart-to-heart at some point with the kid, and the kid's, like, frustrated, like, I don't know what to do, I feel powerless, and Mr. T's like, kid, you don't even know how to fight. You should, uh, be doing what me and Amy and Amanda do. Instead of throwing punches and, uh, driving bulldozers, gotta learn how to fight the right way. And the kid's like, huh, okay, cool, I guess. Um... Amy Amanda calls Mr. T from City Hall, or the courthouse, and I love that in the background of the scene, there's just a fight. Oh, no, this is when she's trying to talk to the uh, secretary at uh, Brian Brack's place. Oh, I'm sorry, I got that confused. My uh, She's trying to get the information of where he's having lunch, so she can uh, stalk him. Um, yeah, and there's, yeah, there's a whole situation going on in the background. There's a guy who, like, drops, uh, like, all kinds of folders and papers and starts, like, freaking out and, like, pointing at people that the police are trying to, like, stop. It's great. It's just a great little weird fight confrontation she's talking over. She goes to the place that uh, the guy's at. What was his last name again? Brian Brack. Brack. Goes to meet Brack for lunch. They think that she's the person he's waiting for. He's like, oh, you're not the person I've been waiting for. She's like, yeah, I know, because the person you're probably waiting for is the person that you're in this with. I know what you're doing. You're pulling all the strings of the uh, to make all this happen, to kick these people out and have this like real estate deal go down, and you're going to be making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it to you? If you if you if you keep doing this, Amy Amanda, you're gonna be dead. We're gonna <laughs> fucking kill you. He just keeps threatening her like in off ways. It's very strange. Amy she's Amanda, like, are I'm you serious, threatening? Every time she's like, "Are you threatening me?" Yeah, yeah, he's threatening you. Does he have yeah. to hand you a poem from fucking Luxie? I do love. I, I do wonder if that's her strategy. If you just like ask the question of something they're trying to suggest, maybe it does like not count as a threat. Maybe in their yeah. mind, well, okay, well, she didn't get the threat, so maybe maybe we'll let it slide and I'll threaten her next time. Because I guess there's an etiquette here, She's right? It's not like we're crazy monsters God, that don't have rules. No, 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 no Brian, Brian, the monster Brian Brack has a rule. Every time he threatens you, you have to understand you're being threatened. If you don't yeah. understand you're being threatened, he can't eat you. Yeah, and, and, and but Amy Amanda's not doesn't understand that she's at the cusp of that kind of death threat, mm-hmm. and other monsters might be lurking, angry that you didn't get 
killed oh, yeah. from the threat. Yeah. Careful, Amy Amanda. Oof. The shared universe is dangerous. Mm. Dangerous. Everything she is waits. connected. <laughs> Everything is connected to something else we should go out on. Um, she waits and sees the guy, and he's just like, I knew you were gonna see him, and now we have to kill you. Like you're you're fucked. It's over. Um <laughs> like, but oh hello, Mr. Old T- Alderman, Alderman, whatever his name was. Yes, the guy. The guy. I never I, I, I never really understand what the hell an alderman is. Alderman Kent. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. I know places have aldermen, but I don't I don't understand what that means. You just have like a you have council members. It's not, it's not, I think it's all the same thing. It's just some weird places have aldermen. Weird. Weird. Uh, Mr. T is teaching the kid to box with Decker. Amy, Amanda, and Sophie are using... Um, uh, yeah, Thumbtacks and like they got a map and pushpins <laughs> because they're trying to work out the sale because they they've discovered that this place has been bought and sold a couple of times and it's gone through a couple of shell corporations so they're trying to work out who bought what when and who owned what and how this was all done so I but how they're doing it doesn't make sense and it's very confusing. Um, Amy Amanda's look in this scene. So she's got like crazy 80s jeans that are like crazy high with like a white shirt that's like a pop collar and like suspenders. I think it's a pretty cool look. Brad, I'm glad you said that because in my mind, this is best dressed. Yeah. Or at least in the contender because it's also like got kind of billowy sleeves, but not too crazy. It really works for her. I mean, it looks really nice. Um, It rides professional, but also casual. And for the 80s, great look. I wish I could see her shoes to see what she's rocking because if she could, I could see this going a lot of ways. Also, the acid wash on her jeans is just like super light blue. Um, It's a cool look. It's a cool look. It's definitely a cool look. Um. So she, best dress, just straight up. Uh, yeah. Her and Sophie are working late into the night. Just she just keeps giving uh, a pushpins to Sophie. She's like best Sophie, dress, worst dress in one scene. <laughs> Later, Amy Amanda has her suspenders down. Like she's just like it has been a night. Uh, Sophie's asleep. Sophie's asleep with <laughs> printer paper on top of her. I love as a blanket. I love. Yeah, it's she's, adorable. She's, she's got her, she's got her hands together. Um, and she's got like that, that like, uh, um, like dot matrix, like all connected printer paper, like pull up, like a blanket. It's great. Love Amy Amanda love has her hair back and it's disheveled. Beautiful. Like it, this is just a great look for her. Uh, and she, she figures it out. Sophie's asleep snoring and she's like, wait a minute. She moves two thumbtacks. <laughs> got it. I don't know what got you got, it. but congratulations on gotten it. We go the next morning, or the next day, I don't know what meal it is, but uh, Mr. T and his Aunt Martha. Is it Aunt Martha? Just making 100% sure for some reason. Okay. She's cooked breakfast for Decker, or a meal for Decker, tea, the kid, grandma, uh, some other woman who I don't know, and some some boys from the gym. Yeah, I don't know if these are foster children or people from the gym or like, I don't uh, Yeah, Adults? Wait, wait, who is that at the who is that at the door? Oh. Uh there's some government guy here? Hey, from City Hall. Uh we're gonna revoke your like uh orphanage license or something. Sorry, this well, is we're orphanage. closing down your foster house. And Mr. T's look and Aunt Martha are like, what? Because shit's hit the fan. This is yeah. too close to home. Immediately launches to a Mr. T montage. It's so Fucking good. Fucking love it. It's so good. Like just pissed off T to montage. <laughs> 
so amazing. He's ready to regulate. Amy Amanda comes in after the montage. He is geared up like T-stop. And this is where we realize that Amy Amanda's complete outfit is also a denim jacket over yeah. this. And you're like, God damn. Yeah. Nice. It's she's 80s cool. I like it. Um, she tries to convince Mr. T. I just figured this whole thing out. It's the green push pin to the orange one. He's like, what are you talking about? I got to fix <laughs> no this time. my own way. No, they come from my it's family. Just, and I want to say at the very, she says something like, but I figured it out. I'm going to go to the people and get all that. And, he, and I think he says, so what? Like he yes. definitely says, so what? Or yeah, something along the lines as great. his exit, as he leaves. It's great. I love you come it. After, you come after Aunt Martha, Mr. T will regulate. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Mr. T's jacket, by the way? It's, oh, yeah. Like, you see it, I think, a little bit better in the next scene. But it's got, it's, like, asymmetrical. It's got, like, these these clasps going down the side um, that are really interesting. Oh, it's it's a neat it's a neat jacket. I like it. Yeah. I also love, like, the orange, like, half of the collar has, like, a bright orange stripe. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Um, Mr. T takes it. Go ahead. No, go for it. Mr. T takes it to the construction site. Construction foreman, dude, administrator guy. I don't know what these people are called. I know you're in cahoots with the city hall guy and the other alderman, but you fucked with the wrong. Uh, you fucked with the wrong two T's because, damn it, you come after Aunt Martha's house, you you, you get Mr. T's. You, you get regulated. And like, I should know obviously that there's only like two minutes left in this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but I was like, oh, Mr. T, you just get you you gave him all the information. You know, you just blew it. I was like, oh man, Mr. T, you went in hot headed and you fucked this up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, see, that's gonna be the lesson that this kid needs to learn is you can't just be running in hot headed. You got to think things through. That was no <laughs> wrong, incorrect. <laughs> that's not a lesson here, friend. <laughs> incorrect. I know we all wanted that. Yeah, we saw it, an opportunity, and Mr. T zigged when he should have. And he he tells him this. He's like, when I find this, I'm coming back and shutting this down. So as he turns around to leave, one of the guys that works on for the construction site, who's tall, very threatening, takes a sledgehammer, is about to bust Mr. T's head in. That would have killed him. Yeah. Yeah. So then we but get Mr. a cool T, fight scene. This is awesome. Mr. T blocks like the sledgehammer and breaks it and then like lays this guy out. And then they come out of the woodwork. Other construction. It's like a video game almost from the 80s. It's like yeah. a street fighting game. Another one comes up like, oh, you can take on tall dude with a sledgehammer. How about me? And then wheelbarrow guy comes in. And then uh, the kid's like, no, Mr. T. And he also just like lays a guy out. And Mr. T grabs the foreman and is like, next time I come here... I'm going to, what is he, something like bulldoze your face? Or like, yeah. basically like, I'm going to fuck you up. And he throws him back to his cronies and they're laughing at him. And, he's like, and then, Mr. T took you out. And then he's like, wait, are you threatening me? And he's like, ah, oh, I don't play that game. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid like runs toward Mr. T. I think Mr. T like grabs him and picks him up and like sets him down and they both run yeah. off, which I think is great. Like, let's get out of here. Escape. Also, by the way, kid's wearing a turtleneck, which I always appreciate. Oh, yeah. Turtleneck in a denim jacket is cool. So, uh, cut to later that night. Construction guy is pouring some gas in a barrel and starting a fire. And I was like, is he going to try to fucking burn this place down and blame it on Mr. T? Again, I should realize. Uh, there's, there's like a minute left in this show, but I didn't notice. I was watching it on the TV. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and he's so he looks around, sees nothing, pours the gas into a barrel, lights a match, sets it ablaze, and then he's got a stack of documents <laughs> that he's about to throw in there when Amy, Amanda, and the news crew shows up. <laughs> out of him. nowhere. They caught him. Like, first of all, how did he not see him when, like, A, they've got a camera with, like, lights. Um, two, he looks around, like, and he's holding, like, a stack of folders. Why didn't he burn them inside? Why'd you go outside to burn these... Also, Shred em, throw them in real quick. Throw them in, throw them in, throw them in. Use them as the kindling for the fire to begin with. Yeah. Amateur hour. Yeah, absolutely. It is really weird because it seems like they've been there for a while waiting. Yeah. And they're just like, all right. Were you just assuming he would come outside to destroy the files? What if he had a paper shredder in his office? Look, Amy, Amanda, I know you required a camera team and a reporter to come down here with you for this for like the 10 o'clock news. But even I'm like, when's he coming uh, we've out? Been we've been here for, for two and a half minutes. hours. I don't think anything's <laughs> oh, happening. Uh, I hear the sound of a paper shredder, though. Do you think that could mean anything? <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, get Take in it there. to him. Take it in. Get in. Get in there. Um, so, yeah, this guy doesn't even throw, I guess because he's on live television or they have the tape. He doesn't even throw the paper in there. Wouldn't you just do that? Yeah. Just I mean, if you were the shadiest, you just throw it in. Good luck getting it. Yeah. Can't prove anything. Could have been burning anything. Receipts. You know, that are all legit. I just can't get rid of them. It's, my office is a mess. Um, back to the courthouse. Time has passed. Everything has been halted. Everyone's in trouble. And guess who has a house again? Grandma and the kid. And... The city found her a place real quick. Real quick. Wonder Interesting how when the Action News 5 gets on your side, mm. things turn around real quick in, uh, uh, yeah, City Coover or wherever we're at. Defo. City Coover. So, uh, yeah. And uh, that? so uh, we're at the end. It's like uh, Mr. T's like, see, you want to learn to fight. That's who you need to learn from. And Amy Amanda looks at Mr. T and is like, yep, that's right. Me. Like, let's get in this courtroom and I'll show you how it's done. TNT. Bum, ba, dum, bum. I also love that Aunt Martha was singing a different version of the TNT song when Mr. T comes in. Uh, yeah. and she's like watching. It's like a more soulful, like slow Mr. T. Yeah. Different, like different melody, but it's still like it, it was. I loved it. I love this remix. And I would love to hear the cover or, you know, like the different version. Who won and who lost? This is the episode. <sighs> who won and who lost? Um, I I think I think Brian Brack lost. Hardcore. Because they said uh, he's 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 lost his his, his good job. He's going to be uh, Amy Amanda's like, a, oh, he's going to be selling pencils on the streets now. I'm like, oh, well, OK, first strong words. Um, second of all, like, I get, again, I got to point out he was not a top tier lawyer. He was no. he was like a city lawyer, like working for the city. Like, so I don't think he was doing that well to begin with. I mean, this might be the last may not be the last we see of him. One, I want to know the backstory between him and Amy Amanda. But was he the one that resigned or was he? Because I know they go through a series of oh, so no, and so resigned, which could have been the, the alderman. alderman is resigning that day um and uh i i don't know what they said about the uh about the uh um con contractor guy um left on the first ship out um uh, brian brack was ran out of city hall but yeah brian, yeah he's lost his he's, he's gonna lose his job so he's he's screwed screwed so I think to, to already be like a middle-tier lawyer that tries to pretend you're a high-level lawyer, you're already a loser. But then yeah, like well, you he's lose your job for like this middle-tier like like real estate scheme 
Oh. Unless he's getting like hundreds of thousands of dollars, which I assume they would be giving him. I don't. He's. I don't think he's getting that much. If he's getting tens of thousands, dude, come on. Yeah, I think. I think tens of thousands. I think this is like. I think he's like a comfortably middle class dude, but like just, just comfortably middle class. He's hmm. not. He's not. I don't, he's not rich. But no nares here. This guy definitely. Um, I would say the. I would say he's he's the biggest loser for sure. Other than maybe the contractor guy who got owned by his crew, like they were laughing at him because his best uh, foreman gangster people that tried to take Mister T had nothing on him and the kid. Yeah, but I think that guy's that guy's gonna be fine because he 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 has money though. He doubt, he has the yeah. money that Brian Brack pretends to have. He also has a practical skill that doesn't matter. They're not gonna ask questions about hey, why were you run out of Seacouver? I don't know, but I'm here to help you build this shit in this other town. Give me money. Yeah, they're always gonna know what Brack's trail is gonna follow him yeah. his stink will stay yeah um but who won <sighs> ah. part of me thinks of grandma and let me say grandma went from living on the streets to taking over mr t's room and then getting a brand new house yeah didn't have to do anything really other than to be there and just talk about stuff mr t took the uh, took her grandson or grandchild and kind of hung out he's got a friend took him off her plate for a while she got to know her so she got to get back to basics yeah that's true um yeah. Grandma, I'm just saying she's a contender. Amy Amanda also a strong contender because she got <laughs> she she really did a lot in this episode and we saw a lot. Yeah. And got to got to find a mystery and solve it and got the news involved. Like it's true. It's true. Took some corruption down. Amy and Amanda like got a lot of shit done. I I I do think I think Grandma's the overall winner. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like she lucked into this, <laughs> like she Very really true. did not. She did nothing <laughs> to to uh, to achieve this. I mean, she was screwed over, but luckily people came to her rescue because her grandson was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, took matters into his own um, hands. Yeah, grandson definitely didn't win because he had we had to fucking work for oh, like yeah. his his fucking oppressor. It's not okay. Sleepovers for Mr. T in Decker's office. God, sleepovers. Weird. Sleepover. Weird. At, sleepovers at the gym with Mr. T. And like you, you got like arrested, and you had to work for the guy that destroyed your grandmother's house. <laughs> like fuck, <sighs> that sucks. So yeah, I think I Grandma mean, won. I mean, and he might have been the second loser in all of this. Yeah. Just, I mean, we already said best dress was obviously Amy Amanda yeah. in her awesome '80s outfit. Worst dressed is Sophie. <laughs> yeah, it's Sophie slash Sophie. Come on. I mean, she's I'm dr- sorry. she's dressed like a race car bed. Come on. Yeah. Not a not a great look. No. But I that's Mr. T and that's Ramjack. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Alex. The other guy's Brad. It's been a it's been a fun ride. Get at us. Tell us about your monsters. Um have any of them been giving you poems? Have mm. any of them lying to you? Have any of them said they knew your relative on their deathbed and that they really want you to come to know the Lord? Your Lord? Ugh, gross. Um let us know about it. You can go to ramjackpodcast.com. Uh, there you can email us or give us a phone call or send us. Well, I don't know if our phone number works anymore, but it, you can send us a voice. Well, you could just email us a yeah, email, email us a voice memo. That's easier. That's anyway. better anyway. Yeah. Better audio quality, better everything. Voicemail. It's 2021. Yeah. Um, there's also the Facebook group if you want to jump on that. Um, the YouTube channel is still there and there's some content. Um but there's lots of ways you can get in contact with us and see things that we've done or hear it. It's not that hard, guys. It's not that hard. Stop it's making it complicated. Not... Stop making no. it complicated. All right. Now, I, I also want to uh, make sure that we relight, make sure the candle is lit at the end of the episode, just so that we everyone knows who can see the candle in the Ramjack window that it's there. Always. It's still there. Always and forever. The candle's still on. Just doing a check. You're confirming. <laughs> 
And friends, please remember, in this shared conscious universe that we're all affecting every day in every way with our, our human god minds and changing, just remember that, yeah, yeah, tea and tea and, uh, and creepy people in the parks trying to get your phone number and uh, uh, Mr. Belvedere. And also the, the the epicenter of of, of tourism, the 9/11 memorial. Please, please, we need you to remember. It's all connected. One shared universe. Pushpins in in a board in Amy Amanda's office. Sophie's the one handling the pushpins, at least for a while, until she yeah. finds refuge under printer paper. <laughs> Old school printer paper. She's <laughs> oh she, uh, she's adorable. <sighs> she's she is she is. I mean, shared universe. Like, <sighs> like I I I know that I, this thing has been around since 2017, mm-hmm. and I'm just catching up on it because of Horror Nights. But like, this feels like an idea for something that clearly was before 2017. This mm-hmm. is like a 2005. I can feel that vibe. Because like, we were real excited about the idea of shared universes, like like early like Marvel times when we started doing all that. Which I guess that was 2008. Okay, so it was, that's later than I'm giving it credit for. And it takes time to get these things up and running, but I guess, sure. When was that um, going to be that universal dark I was, universe? I was about to say something about that. Because it, it, Howling Horror Nights is at Universal. So it only makes yeah. sense that if they're bringing one shared universe into one of the walkthrough things, that the extended shared universe of Universal thing with the mummy... Um, and I know they were new the Invisible Man or like the Werewolf. Two, okay, yeah, 2017 was the new Mummy. So <gasps> 2017 apparently was like that's when we were really popping off with that's when shared u- universe became such like a fucking thing we were trying to do for everything, and that's when Crypt TV started. So okay, they were in the correct zeitgeist, but I still feel like at the end of it, like they came in as we were like, all right, we get it, we get it, we get it, calm down. But it's besides the fact that they're having a resurgence at Halloween Horror Nights. You said the last thing that was filmed and uploaded was 2018, 2019. No, 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 no. no, no. That's just th- those were just the last seasons of of uh, Sunny Family Cult and. Uh um, I think maybe Luxy was was 2018 too, but no, they're still making new stuff. That's just oh, okay. uh, when some of these series ended. And when you go to the playlist, those are their most popular that we're going to see at that Halloween Horror yeah. Nights. Yeah. So I, they're still they're still doing stuff. That's still happening. They're still there's still Crypt TV in it. So I and maybe it's gotten better. I haven't watched all of them yet. Maybe they're doing better things. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, oh, season five months ago, uh, there's a trailer. A trailer for a Crypt TV series. <laughs> What's the point of watching a guys? That's- okay, I I don't I don't know how I'm gonna edit this. Um, at one point we took a break for Alex to take care of some stuff. He went away for a few minutes, and I watched the first episode of The Birch. That was it was four minutes long. If you go to the Crypt TV YouTube page, the first thing at the top is the Birch season two trailer. <laughs> Again, I watched, maybe there's more episodes, but I watched the first one. It was four minutes long. There's now a trailer for season two that's a minute 40. Like, I feel like I've watched half an episode. That little, that it might just be the first half of the episode. Ugh. I wonder if they have a GoFundMe or like a uh, Patreon where you can help them make content. Not that I would, obviously. I, I, I would never do that, but. 
Yeah. I, I just feel like someone on a low budget, not a low budget, because they're doing some good work, but anyone doing that amount of special effects work, I don't know what they're getting kickbacks for, but they're doing good work, at least from that perspective. I mean, the, the, the creatures and the effects and some of the ideas are neat. There's just not enough there. I I remember – so I watched part of one and I don't know if it was Looksee. I just remember there were kids that all died in a school. And, that's look Okay. And there was like – and I remember like them doing – packing, trying to pack a whole lot into like the few seconds I watched it. I might have watched 30 seconds. I might have watched a minute and thinking, wow, they're really trying to like allude to stuff. There was like a funeral. There was someone looking over at someone and they were on someone's shoulder. And then it's like, wait a minute. This guy might be cheating on me with this other lady. I'm going to get off this guy's shoulder. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You conveyed all that in a short amount of time. But it ain't really – I mean, it's quibby. It's just like I don't have any time to explain this. This will have to – I feel like Mr. T is – as far as like TNT, it's cramming what should be an hour long show into 20 minutes and it does it at an expert way, like in a level yeah. far path. And that's what people should shoot for. You, if you're going to try to yeah. make this compact entertainment, it's got to be at least as good as Mr. T, TNT as far as like really going yeah. for it. If you know and what I, I mean, say, as far as quality. Yeah. From what I, again, from what I've watched, it's ambitious in how much stuff they're kind of, there's a lot of vagueness. And like, if you go to this wiki, like, you can see some more things like, oh, okay, that makes more sense now. And like, I'm sure if you rewatch these things, like, you'll get more out of it if you've watched more because it's all connected. Fine. Fine. Whatever. But like, your material isn't that strong. <laughs> like, I, like, this is, you're, you've clearly worked hard to come up with your universe of ideas and how things are connected and what the lore is and the backstory. And your creatures are really cool. But that's all. <laughs> you, that's not, you can't just have that. Like, that's yeah. just, that's just craft. That's just workmanship. Like, yeah, bravo, you've done that well. But you also gotta have, like, characters and a story and actors. And, uh,. <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot to make something fun and entertaining. Yeah. Even if it's short form. You gotta yeah. come correct. I, again, I'm, pr- I've, I'm always on all forms against really short form things because I don't think it's ever good. Because it always works out like this. So, ah. Some of it's good, though. Some of it's good. Watch that Sunny Family Cult. Watch The Girl in the Woods. Those are good. Looksies are really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilariously stupid. I recommend it because it's stupid. <laughs> And I'll see them all Friday. In person. Get pics. Get so many pics. Selfies with them. I want to see a picture of you going like, ah, like hands on your face, like the scream or uh, Macaulay Culkin at Home Alone with Luxie behind you and Birch just fighting for you because who knows who's going to win. What was the other one? Mm. The other monster that goes after you if if, if you cheat death? Uh, Soot. 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 I want all three of them coming at you. Ooh. <laughs> vying for your- Yeah, vying for your life. They all own claim to it, given the stories oh. that we're learning of it. Given what God, I'm so excited. So excited. I'll report more on that uh, next episode. Yay! Yay!